microphone placement adjustment. There we are. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. In this episode, we... we have no idea what we're talking none about. None whatsoever. Because my work schedule has gotten crazy. It has been... Mm. You know... I need a break. I need a vacation. Yeah, you know, last... And the semester just started, so that's not happening anytime soon. You know, by the time we were done with retro summer last year, yeah, I know, I was exhausted. And then we had Oktoberfest coming up, and I was like, oh, my God. And there's barely any room in between the two to actually start. You know. Yeah. And before we got to Thanksgiving, I, I, oh, I know. I was, I'll be honest. I was ready to quit. Well, but, I was you know, done. that's a big reason why we took the break that we did was I, you and I both needed a break, you know, yeah. and that's, and I think Barry did too. I mean, that was a, it was just so much for so long, yeah. you know, and it was just kind of a, all right, let's just take the break and we'll go and that's all, that's what we'll do. I'm not going to lie. You kind of had to talk me into coming back. Well, it, you know, cause I'm beginning of the year. I was still kind of crispy. Yeah. And we didn't come back until midway through January yeah. sometime, you know, and I, I which I, th- I think that's right. I had to go back and look. It's been, <laughs> That's been longer than a week ago, so I have a hard time remembering anymore because things have just been so chaotic. Squirrel. And this, yeah, and but this year, just in general, has been. I mean, as we're recording this, we're what two weeks from September. I yeah, mean, we're we're. I mean, literally, like we're we're recording this. Two, yeah, we're we're, we're two, two weeks, weeks away. We're two weeks away from Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so which mm-hmm. is basically when this goes live. It'll only be just a couple of days from now, but it's still one of those things where it's like, really, we're already at September. Yes, which don't get me wrong, I love the fact that the weather broke here for a little bit. Oh, it's going back to. Oh, I know it's going back to a hundred this coming week. Hundred degree temperatures yeah. for several days. But that's October. Row. I mean, that's a October. September. That's August in. Tennessee. I mean, that's just, it's August. It, it's going to be hot. It's always hot. We get this. Well, so is September. I know. And, and the thing is, is with both August and September always play with us of like, oh, look, we're cooling down. Ah, just a joke. We're well, going back up. Yeah. So now I will say this. There's an old folk tradition that the days in August that you have with fog. It's how many snows you're going to get. how many snows yeah. you're going to get. Yeah. We're already sitting at 12. Yeah. For here. 12 snow days would not bother me, but I doubt it happens. That just... Did you really just speak that into I'm just existence? saying, I, whatever. I'm going to knock on some wood <laughs> and say, please don't snow me into my house uh, for the entire winter. But it, it, what I was getting at is that we've had a little bit of a break in the heat this mm-hmm. week. It's mm-hmm. been nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Last yesterday afternoon, I was sitting out on my front porch just it felt so good as the sun was going down i, I don't like know what that's like so i was at work good i was at work i don't know what that's about <laughs> and um yeah i just i just i enjoyed it so it was so nice i knew i knew it wasn't going to last but it also was one of those like oh this is coming this is coming it, it might it might be another month month and a half before it actually mm-hmm. gets here but it's coming and I'm so looking forward to it. I'm I'm thinking about going back to the mountains and hunting again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had something exciting happen just recently. I have ended up spending a whole lot of money in the last two days. Um, my Tahoe decided it was jealous and wanted some attention, and I had to do nine hundred dollars worth of repairs to my Tahoe. 
um, had a hard misfire on cylinder number seven. So I ended up doing a full tune up and a coil replacement. And because that Chevy has that automatic fuel system where when you get up to cruising speed, it shuts off four of the cylinders. One of my cylinders lifters was starting to stick. So I ended up buying the module to shut that feature off. So it's, it's a V8 all the time, all the time. And, I figured since that wasn't expensive enough, I went ahead and threw an oil change in on top of it. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, there's $1,000. Mm-hmm. And then? Well, the reason the vehicle was jealous was because I might have bought a motorcycle. <laughs> Dave has been talking about it for a long time, and he finally bought a bike. So. <laughs> I, went, I went and did my learn to ride class back in June. Yeah. And me and a buddy who rides who's kind of been encouraging me and mentoring me. Uh, much thanks to T Melt, mm-hmm. um, went with me to check out a bike, and I ended up coming home with it. Yep. So I've got a 2007 Yamaha V Star 1300. There you go. So if you see that on the road, stay out of the way. <laughs> yeah, stay out of the way. <laughs> I know. I got. I'm. I'm actually looking forward to the to the. Um, You've got a bike too. I right? do have a bike, and I'm looking forward to the temperature coming down a little bit before I take it out. Yeah. Because that's. I'm not a big fan of going back to when I had a Jeep yeah, with no air conditioning. And of course I was, I had one of those, I know I was, and we were both much younger at the time and also both lighter. (laughs) And I don't think I've ever been light. I don't think you could ever, I said lighter. Okay. Classify me as light. I said lighter than we are now. How about that? Freshman in high school, I was still six foot, 200 pounds. Yeah. Well, um, but the heat and I I like the heat. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm all for the summer. It doesn't bother Uh me in the slightest. Nope. But I have noticed as I've gotten older and I'm carrying a little more weight than I was back then. I don't like riding, I don't like driving when it's hot. When I mean like hot. And more so, I don't like riding when it's humid. And that's the big thing. Yeah. The so I'm looking forward to the humidity dropping off and it not being, you know, massively hot to get out on the road. I've so. always been a fall and winter person. Yep. And early spring. Spring. I love this. Early spring. Yeah. Before, you know, the... The tornadoes start. The tornadoes <laughs> and the humidity starts. Before. In April. Before it's summertime one day, winter the next, fall the next, spring the next, and back to summer again, then it's, yeah. and then wintertime again. And, or, or sometimes it's winter when you wake up in the morning, it's summer by noon, and then it's back to winter again before the, when well, the sun goes down. Some, so. day, some days you get all four, all four of them in between, in, I know. In an hour. Mm-hmm. In an hour. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I get that. We, we really ought to look into getting Middle Tennessee weather some antidepressants. Some Xanax or something. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, I agree with that. That's uh, But it's always been that way. As yeah. long as I can. I mean, look, I've been here my entire life. It's always been this way, no matter what someone tries to tell you. Okay. It, it has always been this way. Well, I'll be honest with you. We used to get more snow. When I we was a did. kid, we used we to get did. more snow. We did. I agree with that. Um. Again, it doesn't hurt my feelings terribly that we don't get as much snow as we used to. Well, but yeah, me too, because I'd never get out of my neighborhood. Well, I just in the don't like the cold. I hate the cold. I, I don't mind the cold. The cold does not bother me at all. And actually, you know what? Snow doesn't bother me so much. Driving in the snow does not bother me. It's the other idiots 
oh, yeah. that decide they're going to get out and drive in the snow who have no clue how to do it. You got to remember, so, I'm the one that goes out in the woods I in know, November. I know. And I know. Sits out in that cold and, and waits for a deer to walk by I, so I can take him home to, and put him in my freezer maybe and keep him warm. By. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, maybe. It's a maybe walk by. Yeah. <laughs> And then maybe you hit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I missed twice. Yeah. Both I know, my shots. I last know. Year. I know. Uh, but yeah, that's a, yeah. Well, and then on top of all this, what we're talking about, um, the week before David's um, uh, Tahoe decided oh. to give you problems, mine, my vehicle that I've had for eight years or almost seven years now. All of us, I was on the way back home and I just so, and it, it all of a sudden lost power on the interstate. Yeah. Just so happened that I was at the same exit where Dave lives. So I was like, yep. unfortunately for Dave and myself, but more so for Dave. Oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, we, we, neither one of us have good stories about AAA at this point. I'm because, getting ready to cancel my membership. I believe so. Cause I have called the home office here in Nashville twice mm-hmm. and they still have not gotten back to me. Well, what happened and Dave was nice enough to come and meet me, you know, at the, at the exit, which is not that far from his house. It's like three minutes. And I called AAA. My first instinct. Okay. So through my insurance company, I have yeah. roadside assistance. My first instinct was that I called because I had my son that night, but he was here at the house with dad. And I called dad to let him know. He's like, oh, well, you know, I gave you that AAA card a couple months ago, which I had forgotten about. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just call them. I should have called my insurance company first. Yeah, you should have. What happened is I called AAA, and then Dave got there 15 minutes later. And then we sat there for an hour. I never heard a word from them. And I called them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we had the wrong phone number. Okay, uh, well, we got you in the queue. We'll let you know what's going to go. We'll, we'll make sure and give you highlights. Three hours later, was or two hours, was two hours later is what it was. So I've been sitting there for three hours waiting on them. Yeah, nothing, and we're just. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I called, I called my insurance company, and they were like, "Okay, yeah, we'll dispatch somebody. It's going to be ninety minutes before they can get there." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, at least you gave me something." Okay, so then I called back to AAA. And they're like, oh, yeah, we haven't even put it in dispatch yet. I'm like, well, what's good in having this if I'm just going to be sitting here yeah. for three hours waiting for you to even put it in a dispatch? So we wound up sitting there. It took them a little more than an hour and a half, but they did get there. I did get home. Unfortunately for Dave, it was like 2.30 in the morning when he dropped me off, and he had to be at work. At, or he had, I had his alarm went off at 3 or no, whatever. No, my, so. my alarm went off at 4 o'clock. Yeah. So I could get up and get ready for work. Um. Well... Then my Tahoe dies and then that, on me. And then that happened right and, after it. I and know. I called AAA because yeah. I've had AAA forever. And, I've and you had the fancy gold version I've got of it, right? The, I've yeah. got the gold card AAA. And, you know, I've they've always, anytime I've called AAA, they've been there within hour, hour 45. Usually. Maybe yep. two and a half hours tops. Tops. And that's been on like a Friday night when everybody right. is calling AAA. Oh, yeah. And this was a Tuesday evening. Just to let you know, when mine when mine went down, like a Tuesday evening around eight o'clock. Yeah, you know, eight thirty. I guess it was actually it was. Yeah, I guess it was about eight. It was between eight thirty so. and nine because I was when I called to get you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it was between eight thirty and nine when because I was on the way back home. Yeah. I, I in theory I would have been home in twenty five in twenty minutes. Yeah. From there, so my truck's broke down. I call AAA, and hour and a half goes by. I've not got any updates. So I call them. I was like, hey. I called. 
I'm, I, I, you, you said I, you'd have a tow truck here within 45 minutes. What's going mm-hmm. on? Uh, well, the app didn't say that because you're in the queue. You know, it hasn't gone to dispatch yet. Right. I was like, I'm sitting here looking at the application. It says my tow truck should have been here 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no way it says that because our system's showing. You know, it's like, well, you're full of crap. And they go, hold on. And all of a sudden it updates and, and it's it was like gone. no it, destination time you, ready. You should have taken a screen cap of it. So <laughs> I, I was in the process of trying yeah. to do it when mm-hmm. they refreshed it. Yeah. And then they left me stranded for three hours. Mm-hmm. Well, it had been an intermittent electrical issue to where it would die. I mean, be door dead. And after sitting anywhere from 30 minutes to, well, now three hours, it would just suddenly start and start running. Well, I I was like, well, screw this. Maybe I can jump it. And my wife's car was parked right next to mine because she'd come to help me. And I went out to get in her vehicle to get the jumper cables, and I picked up the wrong key fob. And when I went to unlock her vehicle, it unlocked my vehicle. I was like, wait a minute, electrical doors just fired. Maybe this thing will start. So sure enough, I put the key in the car and it started. And I immediately went and drove it to my shop and called my wife. It's like, hey, this thing started. I'm going straight to the shop. Follow me. And for the next 20 minutes on the way to the shop, I called AAA and I gave them down the road. (laughs) When I got home, I posted on AAA's, um, I, I reached out and scorched them on AAA on, on Twitter, which is right. now known as X. X. Yeah. And they reached out direct message like, hey, send us your account number and a contact number. Never heard from them. Have still never yeah. heard from I, them. That's know. been two weeks. I have called the Nashville home office twice and left messages. Mm-hmm. I have received no phone calls back yet. If I get a day off from work, I'm going down to the AAA office in person, and I'm going to ruin somebody's day face to face. Yeah, you know, they. I had AAA for years. So if if anybody that's listening knows anybody at AAA, somebody at the Nashville office is about to have a six two, three hundred thirty pound, <laughs> red headed, bearded man walk into their office and scream at somebody for a couple hours because. I, why am I paying you a hundred plus dollars a year? I, no, I take it back. It's probably closer to two hundred dollars a year. I, even though I get a discount through my mm. work, if you're not going to show up right. when I call you, what's the point in in doing this? Well, because that, all the rest of your products are garbage. You I've know, tried using your other products, and they're garbage. AAA. Here's something most people don't know. There is a serious problem in Florida right now. Has been going on for a little while. If they send me one more life insurance, we want you to well, sign up for life insurance. Insure like home insurance. Yeah, has skyrocketed in Florida to the point to where AAA, as well as a couple other companies who offer that kind of stuff, are now canceling policies and no longer and no longer um, uh, writing new ones in Florida. Yeah. And it, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's just like you've got to be. And of course, you know, 
it all has to do about the hurricanes yeah. because well if we have home if we give homeowners insurance in florida there's probably going to be a hurricane and we're going to have to pay out well that's why we pay you money yeah you know that's <laughs> yeah it's called insurance for a exactly you know, we, like, we pay you money that's insurance across the boards though whether it's medical yeah. or it's you know whatever it's just like i don't, don't want to do it I'm like well we i've been paying you to cover this in the event that something bad happens so when something bad happens you're supposed to take care of this yeah and they, they will find every reason not to and I've known multiple people, and I personally have not had this problem, but I have known multiple people who have had to sue their insurance company mm-hmm. to, you know, and it's like, well, then that winds up costing you money, you know, and yeah. it's just, it's just ridiculous. I, I they, have no love take, for insurance companies. They whatsoever. take your money and then they use that money to pay their lawyers to yeah. make sure they don't have to pay you the money you've already paid them just to cover mm-hmm. the thing that you paid mm-hmm. them to do. Yep. You, you got to love a business that was started by the mafia. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I know you it's know, not true, but I stand by my statement. <laughs> well, circling, circling back to uh, um, my my car story, I'm, mine, not, I'm not angry about it at yeah, all. Mine, uh, my 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 vehicle is done for now. So you have no engine. I have. I can drive it. I can't get over 20 miles an hour, and it and, goes clank 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 clank. If I try to go up a hill that has any kind of grade to it whatsoever, it almost is at a standstill by the time I get to the top of it. So, <laughs> like I said, you have no engine, my friend. Yeah, pretty much. So now I'm I'm in the uh, looking for a vehicle, and oh my god, have prices gone up since the last time I bought a car? <laughs> I would. I've been seeing cars on Facebook Marketplace, but I can't send them to you because I'm not love, on Facebook. Yeah, anymore. you love Facebook. I found a 73 Cadillac Eldorado that was like 8600 bucks. It wasn't in bad I shape. I am not buying a Cadillac. You've had a Cadillac. My parents had a Cadillac. You My drove parents, that Cadillac. I did. I drove that Cadillac a lot. And that, that Cadillac was almost as long as my house here. <laughs> and it got about eight miles to the gallon. Uh, had a lot of get up and get. Well, it was slow off the line, but down the stretch, no. And it man, floated like a couch. Man, it, it had the smoothest ride once you got up about 65, 70 miles an hour. I have found you several mm-hmm. classic Cadillacs. Yeah, I'm not, I am in. not doing anything like that again. <laughs> I got spoiled on my CRV because it got good gas mileage. What's funny is my dad's been letting me drive his, um, he's got a Honda Odyssey. It's like an 04 or something. It's an older one. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been really good with my with my side job because yeah. there's a lot of space. I can just throw everything in there and, and go. I don't have to worry about actually getting out of the vehicle to you know to get packages and stuff like that. But it gets better gas mileage than my than my 2010 CRV did, <laughs> and it's a much bigger vehicle. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the the thing. I kind of got spoiled on that gas mileage, you know. Where I was like, I really don't want to go back to something that do it's crap. I, I would tell you because believe me, I, I've I've kicked around the idea of, of a jeep wrangler many times and i'm just like i remember this thing not getting very it's a box on wheels i know it just does not and i had you know now you have to really be careful because they started making automatics mm-hmm. and so you have to look to see if it's an automatic or if it's a manual i mine was a manual i got you know mine was a manual, and you, know, you get better gas mileage on a manual but it's still yeah it's still well great. let's be honest jeeps are not jeeps anymore no, no they no. they they are pavement princesses now and I've got some friends that are awesome, look are some diehard Jeepers that have purely that have extremely customized their Jeeps to go mm-hmm. trail riding and all that. You didn't used to have to customize no, a Jeep to they go came trail that riding. Way. Here's the thing. Anytime I see a Jeep now, 
well, first off, it's usually Rubicon or whatever. You know, it's one of oh, the, the truck, the big, the big look. No, it's not the truck, but it's the You're talking about the four door. Yes, yeah, the four door. They, they, it, the, not every Rubicon is four. I know, but know? it's it, but it's that style. Okay, that's generally what you see on the road. I think they days. only make the four doors. I know, and it's because they're generally driven by seven out young of, white blonde women. Seven now. out of ten times when I see one, they've got a row of little rubber ducks on the on the that was not happening i do not understand that and i I know every time i see that i'm like oh that's a chick's car no no, (laughs) there are dudes there are dudes that have just as many rubber ducks yeah like i said that's a chick's car (laughs) all we had when we had our jeeps was the two-finger wave from that's right it's you know it it is one of those things you you would yeah you would wave whenever you see one goodbye that's it that was it and but yeah that was one of the things that all of a sudden i noticed one day i'm like what's going on and i started paying more attention to it i'm like oh okay this is a this is a woman and if you saw another jeep broke down you would stop to pull over make sure that they were it's just like it's you know it's just like with the bike you know the rules like you know there are these unwritten unwritten rules of the road you know it's the it's the two wheels down yep you know the wave and you know if somebody if somebody's on the side of the road you stop and help them the the wave is the two fingers i know that's it's 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 keeping the tires on the right 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 but it's just you know if you see a bike broke down the side of the road you stop and you check on make sure they're all right see if you can help them Mm -hmm. it's just the way it is yep it's you know, part of the brotherhood. Yeah, it's uh, but or sisterhood. Depending yeah, on depending. Who's riding yeah, the bike. Dude, I was behind two. Uh, I was behind two riders earlier today, and uh, it was a one was a man, one was a woman. The woman was in the lead. <laughs> she was riding that thing well, too, man. She was riding it. I mean, like she. I mean, it was when I saw her take a corner. I'm like, damn, that's impressive. <laughs> well, you so. know. And- <laughs> Now that I've got a bike, folks, don't yeah. don't tailgate a bike. No, do not. Don't get around do them. Not. Um, I know. Some, Watch out for them. That's well, I know thing. some bikers. Now that I've started, you know, mm-hmm. getting in, you know, because I've been asking a lot of questions, and if I run into, some, you know, I'll be in one of the bike shops looking at stuff, and it's amazing the people that will talk to you, and you go, oh, absolutely, hey, you go, yeah. hey, I'm a new rider, and they're like, right. oh, 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 oh I, yeah. let me, I, I have run in, I don't know how many people that ride bikes that tell me they keep a one or two inch steel ball bearing Mm -hmm. in their left pocket of their jacket. And when somebody gets up too close behind them, they pull that one or two inch steel brass or Mm -hmm. steel ball bearing out and they hold it above their helmet. Mm -hmm. And if they don't back off, let it go. They just let it go. Well, I mean, it's, so don't tailgate a bike. You may yeah, end up well, with a steel ball that, bearing in the it, grill of your car. Also, the fact that just don't tailgate a bike because it's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's dangerous to tailgate a regular vehicle. Anybody. But a bike especially because, you know, if you're tailgating a regular vehicle and they suddenly have to stop, it's not going to be pleasant. Mm-mm. But there are enough safety protocols that are built into both of those vehicles you to where a, you got a cage right exactly the bike's not like that you're sitting on if, the cage if you if you run underneath a bike somebody's going to the hospital that i mean that's or the funeral home or yeah one of the two i mean it's like well you're going to the hospital <laughs> before you go to the, the funeral yeah. home but it's one of those things where it's just like yeah you know and it kills me like i didn't really want really to turn this into bike talk but it wasn't all that long ago just a few weeks i was over on a main road here in mm-hmm. north of Nashville and a guy on a bike pulled out it's going the same way as me I watched him you know I let him over you know and he got over into the far left hand lane mm-hmm. 
um, and I had gone on up, you know, he got over and he was kind of caught in traffic or whatever, you know, and I went on up and it kind of cleared out in front of him and he took off. I mean, he just, he wasn't like speeding, but he, he got up a lot faster than everybody else was kind of going. Yeah. And I saw another, I was watching that lane and, you know, we were moving and there was a little bit of a barrier between me and the car in front of me. And this guy was kind of what, what would be inside of that, yeah. that gap in his lane. And I watched this vehicle from a long way back pull out into his lane. And I'm going, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. You need to slow down. He never slowed down. And so I slowed down. And then he slipped and over. And he slipped over into the, and like, it was like, if I hadn't have done that, he would have been up somebody's tailpipe or over in the ditch, one of the two. Sports bike? Yeah. Yeah, there and, you go. And, but it was just one of those things where I was like, this is riding 101 right here. You always watch for people coming out. You know, if, like yeah. said, if you see the side of the, uh, if you see the side of the car or the vehicle pull out, you need to get out, you need to get either slow down or get in the other lane. Escape route. Yeah, exactly. And he wouldn't, he just, he just kept going like never even, I'm like, dude, there is nothing obstructing this view of you for this entire way. So I don't know what was going on, but I was just like, dude, the only reason he did not wind up up on that car or like I said, yeah, over on the ditch is because I, cause I slowed down but, and that irritates me. But you so. notice how I immediately went sports bike. It, it was, yeah, it was and it, absolutely. And the only reason I say that is because they tend to be younger. Yeah. They tend to be male. Yeah. And they tend to be a little more reckless, a little bit more. Reckless. Yeah, I know. Whereas I'm old and fat and I already have, <laughs> I already have my go fast days. Behind yeah. Me. You know, that's, that was the whole with me buying a bike. I was like, I'm, I don't care about doing I never cared about doing 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle ever. No, you know, but I'm like, no, no, no. I am. This is this is for me running around town more I, than anything. This else, is going to be know? now. That's also dangerous in and of itself. You're actually better off on the highway because you really only have to worry about what's in front of you and what's behind you and what's beside you. Yeah, but it's you. You're not looking at a lot of people pulling out in front of you on the highway, you know, you're talking about interstate. Yes. That's why I say interstate, you know, you still like, got to, yeah, but you have to worry about what's around you. There is always the off chance an animal might run out, you know, or something oh, like around that. here. Deer. Yeah. Yep. Especially uh-huh. this time of year. But the, the amount of things that you have to, or people you have to worry about is much smaller on the interstate than it is around town. I so. know people that would argue with you on that point. And honestly, I the reason I got mine was for stress relief because mm-hmm. I I bought it literally to put my helmet on and get away from people. Right. Get out on the road, get in the breeze, and get away from people. Now, there are gonna be a few people that I'm gonna want to ride with. You're one yeah. of them. T Melt is one of them. If I go to ride with T Melt, I'll call you because we're going to the trace. Oh, nice. Yeah. We're, it's a we're it's forty five miles an hour. Yep. It's a state park. Yep. Um, you, you know, it's just a nice, easy it is. That is 45. A, and we're talking about going down to Hollenwald yep. and getting Hollenwald's lunch beautiful. and then yeah. driving back. And Especially once the leaves start turning. Yeah. That, man, that'd be a beautiful. Yeah. And hell, even that ride all the way down to the Mississippi line is nice. I mean, it, yeah. it just, you know. It's, it's only, f- it's only 400 some odd miles yep. from the Loveless to Natchez. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me like, and it's 45 miles an hour right. all the way to Natchez. Right. That seems to me like that would be a good weekend trip to pack a bag and go throw it on the back and just ride to Natchez, spend the night, 
and turn around and come back. Or, I, if, you, or if you want to make it a long weekend, mm-hmm. there are campsites. Oh, absolutely. Along. Go to Hohenwald. Man, go down around. Yeah, there's there's plenty well, of no, places down there. There's there's actual campsites in the state park area right. around the Natchez Trace to where you can pull off the trace and camp. Right. So. I, don't, I'm, I am contemplating since I have to buy a new regular vehicle, you know, my yeah about selling my bike and then buying another one at a later time to to be able to afford to buy a car because i gotta get one no. and it, it sucks you know anyway uh now that we've talked about our cars there has been a lot and i know all we're, through we're this year through this all, episode well all through this year we've we, we keep talking about because life <laughs> you know yeah because this year has been one of those years and uh, it's basically been one of those years since matter of fact this episode wasn't even supposed to happen today <laughs> no it really was I, I actually brody was going to come back and sit in with me to to record an episode uh, because dave was working and then we were supposed to have poker tonight but i'm not feeling incredibly well all of a sudden because of some new medication that i'm still getting used to so Dave was like, well, and, I'll just swing by there. Well, so now we're doing this. So and, it's <laughs> and I got off work earlier than I thought I was going yeah, to. So. And I was like, uh, let me come by there, check right. on you, see if you need anything so I can run to the store for you. Right. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, I, was just, um, I knew I just needed to like lay down and cool down a little bit because it's so freaking hot outside. And honestly, um, the event I worked today, there was a group there that was handing out free fresh vegetables. So Oh, yeah, that's right. We got some free I I, I grabbed nice two ba- veggies. I grabbed two bags of veggies and I brought him one. Yeah. It's like, here you go. If your stomach's upset, you need raw vegetables. We need to talk about something very important that celebrated an anniversary since we recorded last. I'm a little worried. August 5th, 2003. Okay. Fox following American Idol. I'm lost, but you know my It wasn't lost. We still got a couple of years before. Lost. I wouldn't watch that, sh- I that garbage that show. show. I love that show. Hold on. My wife loved that show. I wouldn't watch it. And when they got to the smoke monster, I was like, this, this jumped the shark episodes ago. The OC bitches. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years man <laughs> okay, how so many oc references have i made on this show over the last four years <laughs> so I, I wasn't too far off when i made a reference to garbage tv i am telling you right now i am telling you right now that first season of the oc garbage is incredible and I'm not even talking about like, oh, for teen drama, because it really, the teen drama stuff, it's there, but it's just the entire show. Is. Insert floating dumpster fire meme here. Well, do you want to know, do you want to know what show wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the OC? Probably another garbage show. Chuck. That is not true. It is true. No, I can't. No, no. Josh Schwartz, who created the OC, also created Chuck. So he quit doing Jugs. To create an actual good TV no. show. So many people who were on the OC wound up on Chuck. Legitimately. Like, tons of them. When we do our Chuck episode, I am going to point out every single one of them. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on the OC for a few episodes in the fourth season. So he started doing drugs to do and Chuck. And he did. And he did... 
that was one of those things that they liked him so much that whenever they were doing casting for Chuck, they were like, oh, no, that guy's got to come over here. And he, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you go down the list of people who are on both shows. So he he created a TV show that was absolute garbage and realized his mistake. Have you ever watched a single episode of the OC? And came over and made a good TV show with the notes that he made for making the garbage TV. Anyway, so yeah, the OC celebrated 20 years. And I am, that's unfortunate. It is amazing that it's been 20 years. That is just, it was something else, man. Uh, I'm not going to go back and rewatch that one again because I did it a couple of years ago. There is a great... The fact that you watched it once is I've watched way it multiple too times. Much. I don't know what you're talking about. Way too much. I watched it when it was on the air. I watched it, you know, on box set a couple times through. And you probably bought it and have it I here at your it. house. I had I had the full, the complete season, the complete series. It's only four seasons. Box set at one point, but it's all on HBO Max now. So Did you sell them? Did you sell them? Are yeah, they gone? Are they? Okay, I don't have good, any longer. Good. You came that to your does, senses. Doesn't mean I won't get them again. You know, they do have a nice box set of the complete. So. You sell the motorcycle and you buy that again. <laughs> this podcast is over. Podcast is over. You know, we've been doing this four years now. As of the, um, I think it was the nineteenth, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the longest Which our friendship has lasted. Day. No. <laughs> Usually we have a fight. We don't talk for a year. Well, but. Actually, I think just life made us not talk for a long time because, you know, you had a real job and... What do you mean had? Do you know something I don't? Well, I'm just saying, you. I'm talking about for in those in those years after, like, post-college, you had a real job and a wife, and I shortly thereafter got rid of my first wife and didn't have a real job for since then, I guess, maybe, well, I guess for a little while, but... <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, I do all right for myself, but... You're definitely gig economy. I I do not... Right before we did this... You're basically this, a foul-mouthed hippie, you realize that, right? Right before <laughs> we did this podcast, mm-hmm. I had my last quote-unquote real job. I I went back into working a real job for a while. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things where I realized after a little bit, there's like, oh yeah, I'm not cut out for this. You so know, it's been that, it's been four years since my knee surgery. Yeah, we posted, which is the only way you got me at. started on this podcast. Is you had to wait until I was completely stoned off of prescription medications. <laughs> hey, you, you do what you have to do. August 11th, you Bill Cosby'd me. August 11th was when we we we. Um, we posted our first two episodes, the um, the Crow and X Files. Was it X Files or was it? We did two episodes of the X Files. Was it the X Files? Was the next one okay? It was the no 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 no. Second episode was um, Bands That Never Broke Big. Was that the second yep. episode? I'm not sure. We we that. recorded those two or we recorded those two episodes. We also recorded the X Files episode, and um, there was another one that we did while you were laid up because it was over two different. Couple different days. A couple different days. And then we got into the rest of everything else. I think failed attempts at being cool might have been one of them. Or no, no, it was the tangents. Um, no, you are right. It was our first four episodes were The Crow, Bands That Never Broke Big, X Files, and Failed Attempts at Being, being cool. cool. Yeah. So. Which we're still failing at. Oh, yeah. I didn't even try anymore. Um, but yeah, so we've been doing this for a little over four years now. Episode number six was our very first. We have no idea what we're talking about. So we're going to turn <laughs> the mics on and talk, kind of like this episode. You know, that was, well, that was our really, really our first episode that never saw the light of day and may never now since hard drive crashed. 
Um, I know. Uh, it sucks, man. I still haven't taken that thing to be looked at. I need to. Anyway. Might be just as well. It could. I don't know. It, it, you know, it wasn't a bad episode. It was just, it wasn't anywhere near polished enough to be put out to the, the public. Let's put it that way. So. I feel like I probably should never hear it because I was super high. Now, those, I'm talking about the one that we did before that. Oh. The one that kind of launched all the rest of this. We were just hanging out at my old place that oh, one you night. Oh, we're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Hey, sit down for a second. And then yeah. an hour later, I hit stop. <laughs> I'm never going to let you forget the fact that you Bill Cosby. Well, hey, look, you, you had time on your hands and you couldn't get away. So <laughs> You've always had a tendency to go after the wounded ones. Hey, you know, you do what you got to do. Like I said, it's... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, I, I'm really looking forward to Oktoberfest this year for a lot of reasons. I'm trying to figure out when we're going to do it. Well, next month. <laughs> we're going to do the bulk of it in September. I'm uh, going to tell you that right now. We, we are going to do that, especially the amount, because especially with us, since we came back, we've only, we've been doing every other week. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, I got a surprise for you before we get out of here. Uh, we've been doing this every other week. <laughs> I love that look. Um, every other week. And when we go to Oktoberfest, we've always done two a week. Two a week. So all of a sudden, we are going We're to gonna go quadruple our, <laughs> yeah, to our output, which means uh, we have to have a bunch of them in the can. We're going to have so to figure it out because I've they're starting to book Saturday events at work okay. that I'm having to work. And... Yeah, the overtime money is, is good. I get okay, it. I get, hey, look, I've got I've got to buy a car, so I'm working all that I can to to try to get money squirreled yeah. away. Uh, so I understand that. Uh, we're, we're but we're going to wind up pulling some. Mm. Yeah, I mean during the week, it, get as much of it in as we can. I may and, have you to know, burn a vacation. Yeah, day. and you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but the for. Starting this next week, my custody arrangement with my son is changing to where I'm going to have him a lot. Okay. Um, and so it is, which I'm not complaining about that in the slightest. I'm happy to have him around all the time. No, which means good. you guys will probably hear him in the background when we're doing this quite a bit. Um, but it's just that's going. It's going to be an adjustment at the beginning, and, yeah. and then it'll be fine. Just you know, again, it's. It's a temporary arrangement, but it's going to be long enough to, to where I'm going to have to really make some serious adjustments, yeah. and I'm happy to do it. Well, it's because I'm extremely happy X is it. such a good kid, Dude, anyway. You know, you know that we're talking about X, you know, the, oh. <laughs> the Twitter becoming X yeah. now, you know, which we do have an X account. Um, I think the only people following us are like, you know. Do we post over there? I've, I, you know, I put up the last, I've put up two things in the last couple weeks. And really, it's it's basically the um, it's the photo for our for our last podcast about Return of the Jedi, oh. and then there was that coffee meme that I put up about but, you know, coffee doesn't ask silly questions, you know, it just understands or whatever it is. By the way, yeah. I should mention that I actually have an Instagram for the show. That yeah, be, we have an Instagram for the show. Well, we have an Instagram for the show, but you, I have you a, personally have I one, have a yes. personal Instagram right, right, for right. the show that I haven't really been posting on. I'm going to try to start posting well, on it. Well, I am going to put because I have not, at least not in a very long time, because we were completely off Twitter for the longest time. Yeah, and then we got back on it 
to no avail. It was just kind of a, yeah, it's there, whatever. Yeah. Um, but we do have a, an X account and, um, but yeah, every time somebody says something about X, I just immediately start hearing, start hearing DMX in my head. You know, the X go and give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> where are my dogs? Dude, where are my dogs? Where are my dogs? I, where the hood at? That's it. Where the hood? Where the hood? Where the hood at? That, DMX, I know we talked about DMX when he died, but man, yeah. I, I, X was my guy. I'm sorry, that just, that out of the, you know, that's a whole, we have, we have kicked around the idea of doing an episode about, especially now since they're talking about it being the 50th anniversary of hip hop, you know, which I think, okay, if we're going to draw that line, I'm awesome. You know, I, that, Vice has got a series right now called History of Hip Hop where they're that means different people. me and hip hop are the same age. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, that's cool. And I love a lot of that old school stuff. I mean, yeah, I do. But when you get into that kind of post well, there, no. post East Coast West Coast thing, you know, like late '90s into the early 2000s, mm. that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, DMX. You know that that was you know he was coming through all that stuff, and I'm like, all right, this was the guy that I was with. You know, see, I remember and, um, being being at the. South Central Kentucky being at the skating rink. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of white kids going around the oh, circle yeah, yeah. and hearing this. Give it a minute. Face. The white line. Yeah. 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 I just, I love that group. I remember hearing that and hearing, um, uh, oh, what's the, I can never remember the actual name of the song. The, the, the don't push me because I'm close to the edge. That one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hearing that. Look at me, quick know, on the draw. I know, it's yeah. called, it's, it's Grandmaster Flash. It's the, the message. The message, the yeah. message. That's what it is, yeah. That kind of stuff, you know, and like JJ Fab or any number of, of, of African Bob African, yeah, yeah. You know, KRS One and Boogie Down Productions, you know, yeah. like all that. I remember hearing all that stuff, you know, because we had a local radio station here. It's called 92Q. It's yep. still on the air, I think. It, it's it's more R&B yeah. and oldies throwbacks. But, but way back in the 80s, when I yeah. started listening to them, they did some R&B. There was some R&B on there, but they were on the cutting edge of a lot of the, of oh, the, yeah. the early rap stuff, you know, the hip hop. And I remember hearing all that stuff. Of course, my parents were like, what are you listening to? Uh, you know? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was just like, I remember hearing all that stuff and be like, what is this? This is cool. Yeah. And it's been fun because that is one of the things whenever I go record shopping, I'm always looking for old hip hop albums. And R&B. And, yeah, and R&B. Yeah, because I just picked up that Bill Bill DeVoe Poison not long I'm, ago. I'm so freaking <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I'm so, uh, we're gonna have to go in there and listen. To oh, that, I'm telling you. Know? Yeah. But you know, I've picked up some other. You know, like I got that that copy of Bad. You know, LL Cool J's first album. I, I wish I had a copy of his first one. I've got. I'm you telling know, you right now. Yeah, right now, if you see a copy of Fear of a Black Planet, 
Yeah, well, those are expensive, and I have one, and I know this. I, I got it, it in a bundle. That's the reason why I got it as cheaply as I did. And so. if it's in fairly decent condition yeah. for like $25, 30 yeah. pick it up yeah, for me. You're probably not going to get one for that. But I got mine for around that price yeah. because it was in a bundle of stuff, Yeah, but those are the, the only other time I've seen one in person, it was $50, oh. and you know, I got I got that, and I also got a copy of it takes it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Yeah, that would be. A I really got good both one. of those in a bundle of stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm willing to pay this price just yeah. for those two albums. You know, um, but yeah, that um, again that or two fifty ish year old white guys sitting around talking about this the, stuff. The, the first <laughs> the first two or three Run DMC albums I'd yeah. love to have. I've got the first. I've got the self titled the first. Um, one. I need. Beastie Boys licenses ill. You know they've but, reissued that, but I need Paul's boutique. Paul's they've bu- reissued that one also. Uh, I gotta. I'd love to have the originals. I may just have to go to get the hundred. You know, hundred eighty grand. And they're they're good remasters. Be- they really are. You know, because I'm not collecting. I'm right. listening. I know. I'm the same way. And you know? Paul's boutique is my album. That is. I a, love that. You know, album. I was never a huge fan of licensed ill to begin with. Like there's songs on there I like, but as a whole, I never really like. There, if I never hear "Girls Again," I oh come on, I hate that song. I I'd never liked it to begin with, but over time, I have really learned to hate that song. It's just uh, annoying. Okay, now I think that's kind of the point, though. Paul Revere, that is an amazing song. Okay, or um, is it Posse on Broadway? No, it's not Posse. On no, Broadway. that is Sir Mix a Lot. Sir No, what is I would, it? Posse. I would, um, I would love to have. Is it Posse some, getting bigger? Is that the? That's part of Posse on Broadway. That that's part of that. You're you're the thinking Sir Mix a Lot. No, there's one that's and on, that's off of Swass. Yeah, if that's, I could if I could get a copy of Swass, I would be a happy now, man. No, what is the name of that song? And, and the one that came after it with my hoopty. Yeah, my my hoopty. My hoopty is a great song. Um, what was that song that's on? It's on License to Ill. It, it's where they 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 uh, sampled um, when the levee breaks. Um, no, no, no. It it doesn't have anything. Hold that. I know what you're talking about now. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold on. It wasn't a single. Na- it was. A, it's it was not a, the name of the song. Yeah. Anyway, that that there are some there are some stuff. I still love No Sleep Till Brooklyn. I like it better than Fight for Your Right to Party. Uh, well, it's a better song. It is. It's a better song. And Carrie King from Slayer plays on that. You know, that's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a copy of Ill Communication. Ill Communication. That's a good one. Yeah, I like I that one. Know. Once we get into like '90s, that. Anything past Paul's Boutique, I'm really not a big fan of theirs. Slow and low. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's got, you know. Yeah. I think that's right. Is that it? I don't. Anyways, yeah. But the the thing is, I I do like Paul's Boutique better. Um, that uh, High Pipe Plains Drifter is a great song. Um, that was my CB handle for a while. Oh yeah, High Plains Drifter. Yeah. But anyway, that that posse in effect. I'm sorry. That's it. That was posse, it. posse in, effect. in effect. That was it. Yes, yes, y'all. Yo, 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 y
That's it. That's the one. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Took me a minute. Sorry. Yeah. That's. Uh, I haven't listened <laughs> to that album in forever. And you know what? The thing is, is, I hate that song "Girls" so much that I always shy away from ever listening to anything off of there. God, I no. no. <laughs> I will cut that crap down, man. I hate that song. Getting my life back. I hate that song with a passion. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not even a big fan of Gold Monkey that much. You know, I mean that's or Brass Monkey. Sorry, Brass uh, Monkey. Brass Monkey's. Yeah. Even, I mean, it. You know, you're mixing up Tone Loke yeah. and Beastie Boys with Funky Cold Medina and Brass Monkey. No, you called it Cold Monkey. I said Gold Monkey. Oh. Gold Monkey was actually a TV show. It was on USA. I don't remember that or not. It's the Tales of the Gold Monkey. Oh, yeah. It was like an Indiana Jones ripoff. Yeah. You know? um, it's Brass Monkey was the song. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't know. It. Uh, I love all that stuff. And yeah, it does. It reminds me a lot of being at the skating rink. Yeah. It really does. You know, at uh, Houdini. You know, oh, yeah. and, you know, Cool Modi and stuff like that. Daz you know? Band. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We get it. We start getting all the funk, and that's a whole different subject. I mean, that is a yeah, Daz with um, Whip It. Yep. Yeah, that you know. That matter of fact, my cousin was telling me the other day. He's like, if you find a copy of Daz and Gold, I'm looking for that. Nice. All right, I got you. I got you. Don't worry. It's a haven't found one yet. But going but, going back into some of the older stuff with like Ohio players. Oh yeah. Parliament oh, yeah. Funkadelic. Oh yeah. And, yeah. You know. Some and of that's all players. stuff. Whenever, like, especially like Parliament. Yeah. Um. Or zap and roger yep you know that kind of whenever i find it i'm always like i'm just gonna pick i don't count pick it up just because you know it's like you don't run across it very often and you just go ahead and pick it up because you know there's nothing bad on it no No, there really (laughs) you may not know all the songs on there but there's nothing bad on it whatsoever (laughs) it's going to make you want to boogaloo yeah (laughs) what is it uh, was it uh Shake your ass in your head. What was the rest will follow? Is that what it was? The parliament uh, or free or free? Uh, was it shake your or was it free your ass? In your no, it was free your mind. Your uh, yeah, but that was a take on it. Uh, yeah, George Clinton said said something. I think it was, I think it was like shake your ass and the rest will follow or something know. like that. So anyway, but um, yeah, free your mind. That was uh, in vogue in the early nineties. I when forgot it, about in vogue. They when, were good when they. Uh, all of a sudden decide they want to be rock stars. I always love to hear like, like with that, where you'll get like a, an R&B act who all of a sudden says, hey, I want to do rock. You know, Janet Jackson did it. Oh, with, um, okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> I got to ask a question. Right. This is, I'm totally jumping tracks. Guns N' Roses is back out on the road touring. Did you see that? I sent you that song. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. No, what I'm talking about is who is his opening act? I don't know who is it this time. Who is touring with Guns N' Roses? I don't know. I haven't looked. Carrie Underwood. Well, has been when opening for when, what? What the crap is this? When I saw them in 2016, when they did the oh, Not in This Lifetime tour, they had a bunch of different opening acts, and here it was. Um, I never remember the guy's name. Um, well, Steel it, Drivers. Um, oh, Stapleton. Chris Stapleton was the opening act. Yeah, I was watching a video podcast the other day. I don't know who the podcaster is, but he was uh, interviewing Brantley Gilbert, mm-hmm. um, country music outlaw guy. And he was talking about how weird the touring situation has gotten yep. after 2020, you know, trying to put together tours that people right. go and watch. 
and he's well, he's been out touring with Five Finger Death Punch. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Years ago. Years ago. Okay, or we're talking Gilbert about... Gilbert Brantley, Brantley Gilbert. Yeah, I don't... I know I, you're talking about. I, I, I've heard of him like once. I don't know any of his music, but I know he's like a country music guy. When, kind of like with Jelly Roll and Upchurch and some of those guys. When Lollapalooza first went out in 91. Yeah. You know, as it, it grew, you know, and it was one of those things. I remember seeing a because you know they Perry Farrell always tried to put together a pretty eclectic group of, yeah, of but touring it, acts. But you know? it, it was well, like reggae and rap and, and rock and, and all and kinds metal, of stuff. Yeah. But you didn't see Well, here's what I'm getting at though. I remember seeing an interview with Ozzy when he was this is like pre Ozfest, you know, yeah. when he was talking about that. And he said he, he said that he liked seeing that because he remembered back in the seventies when there were Black Sabbath was coming up, that it wouldn't be anything for them to be on the same bill with Charlie Daniels or, you know, somebody like that, where it's like they're two completely different types of music. Yeah. But that it would be just these eclectic, like, you know, they, they might have, you know, any number of people that were opening for them or that they opened for over the years. Yeah. Of like, no, you would, you would. You would see like three acts on a bill and they would be completely different types of music. But people would show up for it. You know, and then everything got segmented into, yeah. oh, no, we got to put a rock act with a rock act. We got to put a country act with a country act. We got to put a, you know, R&B with an R&B, whatever it was. And it's like, no, nah, just throw them all in the mix and go. You, you know, know, and that's that's, a, that's kind of the era yeah. we grew up in. It's because you went to a rock show, you expect to see rock. Oh, yeah, you're going to see. Yeah. If you went to a metal show, you were going to get two metal, at least two metal bands. Maybe three. Yeah, maybe three, depending. If you went to a, just a straight rock show, you were going to get rock, rock music. Yeah. If you went to a country music show, it was going to be rock. It was going to be country music. You, you might know? get some country rock. Yeah, but it, maybe you know, maybe maybe you know. Um, I, and I have not been to a whole lot of country music shows in my life. Um, most notably, I went and saw Travis Tritt back in the mid '90s sometime, and his two opening acts were uh, Charlie Daniels, yeah, and um, Sammy Kershaw. And those kind of make sense. It though. did, and it was one of those things. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. The only problem I had with it, it was out at Starwood, and there was something wrong with the PA when Travis Tritt came on, like it had a hum to it the Ooh. entire time. I'm like, seriously, I think it has to be as a ground. So yeah. it's like, you seriously guys, y'all should have had this taken care of this because it wasn't there for the opening two acts. It was only when he was on. So I don't know what happened there. I but bet that was his mic. It could was, be, yeah. but it was just one of those things where I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Those three people make sense, you know? Um, but you know, he, yeah, like you, you'd go to a show and it'd be like, Charlie Daniels, Tucker, or Marshall, Marshall Tucker, Tucker Band, yeah. and um, um, and like some well, it was funny new up and comer. It was kind of that genre back in the early '90s when country music was starting to come into its own again. You yeah. know, like become like a real a force on the Billboard charts. You know, and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you start looking at that class of 90, as they like to call them, you know, uh, with, um, or was it 80, class of 89 or whatever it was like with, uh, you know, had Garth Brooks and you had Clint Black, Trisha. And Alan Jackson and Trisha Yearwood came. Well, I'm oh. talking about those three were like the, the ones that, that Terry people, Clark. that people, that's a little later though, yeah. uh, that, you know, you start looking, those were like the big three that people were like looked at. And there was a couple of, I think like Ricky Van Shelton and a couple of people like that, oh, you know, that, Ricky yeah, Van Shelton. um, that kind of opened the door for a lot of yeah. all this other stuff, but you would see, 
Or, hey, here you go. I remember. Do you remember when uh, Hank, when Junior went on tour with the Scorpions? No. In the early 90s? Yeah. No. That was a co-headlining tour they did together. Uh, Hank probably drank him under the table. But, every night. but it was one of those things where it was like it made. Remember when Hank used to do a once a year Hank every fest year, out every, at Starwood. Well, after Starwood was gone, he stopped doing it though. Uh, but yeah, I went. I went to one of those. That was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, it was. Um, the man couldn't play his guitar. Shenandoah. When he started playing, because he'd been drinking Jack. It was him. He was a headliner. Shenandoah. Yeah. And what was the other act? They did uh, Queen of Memphis and I Like My Women Just a Little on the Trashy Side. Confederate Railroad. Yes, it was Confederate Railroad. That was the other. Yeah. It was that. They were the, they were the opening action and Doe was the next and then Hank was the next one. You know, he was the headliner. Um, I actually hung out with some folks and one of the guys was dating one of the girls in the music video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we were always giving him crap. Oh, absolutely. It. She showed up one night. She was nice as could be. Right. You know, and, and she was gorgeous. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. about it, but we're like, Oh, well, you, you know, you've got a type. Yeah. You know, well, kind of like you do. I've known a couple of, they were girls at the time. They were they weren't quite women yet that were in music video. Like you know, well, I mean, it was a huge. Industry. And when I say that, I mean I'm talking about like they were like 18, 19 yeah. years old. You know, they were old. They were legal, but but it was like they were just like in videos, yeah, or whatever. Which was a thing that happened quite a bit around here. Well, I mean, you could you know? go and be an extra in music yeah. video pretty much Dude, whenever you wanted to. When Nashville, there was a huge inter- industry in it. When Nashville was on the air, I used to enjoy just looking to see who I knew in the background because I knew quite a few I hate, people. I hate that show. I know, but I knew quite a few people. Yeah, who were extras on that show because they shot it all over town and it was just like a thing they would have casting calls all the time hey we need extras at this time show up blah blah that, blah it's but like, that show <laughs> is one of the major reasons why this town know, has gone to crap because all these people have moved here thinking this is what this I agree. city's about I and, agree. and then they're complaining about well there's this club down here that's keeping me up all night because they're playing country they music shut down I know it's like, no, uh, believe me, I am well aware. We're all well aware of those of us who are from here. It's like, if you it's don't. Like, yeah, you moved here because you like that stuff, but then you get here and you want to complain not about Not my backyard. Yeah, whatever. We're not going to go off on another Nashville rant because it just. Go back to New York. Yeah, really. That's a. Uh, that's a uh, I'm not angry about it at all. <laughs> there's this. There's a lot of things. I'm not angry about it at all. There is this. No, I hate that show, but I liked. There, it. I watched it. I, I really enjoyed it. There but. used to be a huge music video industry here. There used to, yes, and and it kind of went away when everything else left. Well, so. no, wait. It, the year I graduated from college with my degree mm-hmm. in broadcasting with an emphasis in television and video, and moved back to Nashville, the industry collapsed, and all mm-hmm. the news stations went to automation in mm-hmm. there. So there was no work for well, the degree that I had just recently there's always acquired. always this misconception that Nashville is where country music is made. It's like no. 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 It is very rare these days for anyone to actually record in Nashville any longer. Not con- well, they, country music. Yeah, in there's a lot of rock and roll that's recorded. Yeah, but here. there's a very there's there's not as much country music recorded in Nashville as you might think. 
they are outsourcing that to everywhere else. They have been for oh decade and a half now well, at least. Most of the decent studios have closed down. Yeah. A lot or, of that too. Or there's so many, and part of that was all the home studios that opened mm-hmm. up, where they could go. The artists could go in and record all the stuff themselves, and then take it somewhere else to get mastered, right. like Blackbird, right. And which and Blackbird's still around, and they're I think they're still doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. But but once you start looking at the prime example, yeah, uh, that um, Oliver Anthony, that Richmond North of Richmond, oh yeah, you know that you know which as we're recording this, it was announced that when Billboard comes out next week, he's going to be number one on the charts. Yeah, um, I don't particularly like the song. I just don't think it's a very good song. I mean, it's like I'm I'm all for the independent artists. He's got a disagree. quality to his voice, though. I, it just doesn't appeal to me. Okay, well, it's because you're not into bluegrass like I am. Well, maybe, but they're. It's just I just I'm not gonna, I don't particularly like that song. Okay? I, I'm not going to lie. I was looking at the video the whole time, thinking, you know, that deer stand is not going to be worth anything <laughs> the entire hunt season because he's but, done it right here yeah. for this deer stand. Well, but it, but it, like I said, it's one of those things that I I. I like the sentiment of the song. I, you know, all that. Kind of, I'm glad to see an intimate, uh, 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 independent, an independent artist. artist do well. You know, outside of the system and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't particularly like that song. Okay. What I was getting to is that he was recently offered an eight million dollar no, deal. He's been, or he's been offered multiple. Well, but here was one that he talked about. He was offered a deal for eight million dollars that he turned down, and I'm glad that he did that because that's how they get you. And when I say they, I'm talking about the record industry. Yeah. They offer you this big, and here's the thing. If you take an $8 million deal, you have to recoup every bit of that money. Every dime of it has to be paid back to the record label before you ever see a cent. And even at that, you're only going to get maybe a half a point. Exactly. And so it's one of those things like, look, he's already proved that he doesn't need a record label, or at least not that kind of record label yeah. in order to get his music out. And, that kind of stuff. and I love to see artists do that kind of stuff. That has been the great thing about the internet. It, it kind of has been the equal, the great equalizer in a lot of ways. Yeah. The, 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 the difference is, is that you don't have the machine behind you to market. That's the big thing. Well, you can, so, you can build the marketing side. The marketing side isn't really you the problem. You still don't have that it's, big machine pushing it, though. That's the thing. So What he really doesn't have is the distribution system. Right. That's the part that's going to hurt him. Right. It's not the marketing. He's getting the marketing. Everybody's talking about it because of the song. He's got his marketing. Well, it's also, is it getting airplay on the radio at all? Exactly. That, that's, that's the other thing. That's the thing I'm talking about yeah, is that's the, the distribution. Right. Between that, you know, but, you know, it's, yeah, anyway, we're not going to get it up. We, we've, we've gone on that stuff enough times. But, again, I always yeah. like to see an independent artist make it, you know, it, truly yeah. independent, you know, outside. I actually of, started following. There are way up. too many, quote, unquote, independent artists who are signed to, la- to major labels yeah. that I'm like, that you're not an independent artist any longer. You now are owned. You, they own you now. You sold okay? your soul to the company. Exactly. Or- and they, and they, let me tell you, the music business is in it for the business. Owns you yeah. when you sign that contract. There is no ifs, ands, buts about it. But so. I went over and I, just to show support for the, you know, I went over and I followed him on Instagram, yeah. you know, to build his Instagram numbers because that will help him mm-hmm. in the long run. So. Yeah. 
And he actually puts out some interesting. I'm content. sure, but I'm just, I just, I went and looked and listened to a couple of songs. Like this just doesn't appeal to me. Well, that you and know, as a ginger, so a, I absolutely, I know, have to support the ginger. Talking about the gingers, I'm like, whatever, you know. Gingers are going to be eradicated eventually. No, so they're not. Like, <laughs> we are too mean, and we are. So, um, and we feed off your soul. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of the, I'm before we get out of here, I'm snacking right now. Before we get out of here, so I've been watching Gotham. Uh, I had never watched Gotham, okay? I, I have watched it on and off, and it loses me, and then I'll come back to it, and it loses me. I it's, it's on Max, you know, HBO Max, whatever we're calling it now. Yeah. I am into the fourth season. There's only five seasons, but really there's only four and a half because the fifth season is only 12 episodes. Yeah. I am a short way into the fourth episode, and it does the thing that I really hate with television shows. Okay. Which is you're watching a show and you know what this show is and it's got this it's got this feel to it. Mm-hmm. And everything's going good and, and then they come feel. back one season and it just doesn't feel like the same show any longer <laughs> because they got their budget cut. <laughs> Whatever it is, yeah. the fourth season does not feel like the rest of that show that I've been watching. I'm like, oh man, is it really going to do this? So, I'm, so. <laughs> I'm actually going back and watching on Hulu Justified okay. with Timothy uh, yeah, Oliphant. I've, I've never watched it. I've never I've, watched I've heard a lot it. about it. Yeah. It, the, the show is based in Kentucky. Okay. And a lot of it is based either in Lexington or Frankfurt or Louisville. Mm-hmm. But the main part of it is based down in Harlan, Kentucky. I don't even know where Harlan is. We're talking is. about coal country. Okay. Okay. Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Rough yeah. Kentucky. And poor Kentucky. Poor Kentucky yeah. because the coal companies have come in and basically robbed the coal mm-hmm. rights out from underneath everybody. They talk about hilltopping and mm-hmm. you know all that garbage and the strip mining and everything yeah, yeah I and i'm enjoying the show but it's the little they've paid they've paid attention to like little details like at one point he, um his his character goes into a minute mart mm-hmm. which you, you find minute marts across kentucky that you know that's something i grew up with but he goes in and he goes i come here because this is the only place around here that sells chinese ice cream okay most people Chaney's, don't. Chaney's, I know what Chaney's is. Chaney's Dairy, Dar- yeah. Dairy yeah. Barn is in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I used to run down there while I was in college, you know, to get ice cream and, mm-hmm. and that type of stuff. And it's it's little details like that that I'm enjoying. Did you see where Wawa's moving to Nashville? In <laughs> Middle Tennessee. Like we need another gas station. <laughs> I, you know, that's one of those things with so many people who moved here from up north. They just talk about wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, all right, fine. Let's see what it is. You know, it, it's, just, I was kind of the same. I had that same. It's uh, a Yankee gas station. I know. And that's I had that same approach for Bucky's until I actually went to one. I'm like, no, I'm, in, I'm down with this. I like Bucky's. This, this place is cool. So, <laughs> okay. I, we got to talk about Bucky's. All right. For a <laughs> so there, there's one in I think it's Crossville, yes, Tennessee, and there's one opening in Clarksville. The, right? the biggest Bucky's that they've ever opened is in Sevierville, Tennessee, right? And it's only going to last until they get the new largest Bucky's mm-hmm. that they're opening at exit number one in Clarksville, in Clarksville right. right at the Kentucky line. Yep. So I went deer hunting mm-hmm. over in Cherokee National Forest. Was in the woods by myself for like eight, nine hours a day mm-hmm. until I went back to camp where, you know, it was just me and my buddy where we'd eat dinner and sleep. 
we pack up, we're coming home, we need to get gas. And we both heard about Bucky's, like, ah, oh, we got to check this out. Pull off, didn't need gas. We we're just going to go in, use the bathroom, check it out. Pull off, park. Have to walk what seemed like a half mile yeah. to get. It's a big place. It's a huge to place. To the freaking yeah. store and walk in. And it is elbow to elbow crush of humanity. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to understand, I've just spent an amazing time in the mountains by myself for the majority of the time. BS, right? And then walk into this. And I'm okay at first. And I'm a little amazed at the amount of stuff that it's like, this is like a Walmart gas station. Like it's a gas station that has like a better Walmart attached Mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. And then I get about halfway into the store and immediately realize I'm starting to have a panic attack. Oh, okay. There are too many people around many me. People. I yeah. cannot deal with this. Yeah. And I immediately ran back to the bathroom mm-hmm. and walk in. And I'm amazed at how clean mm-hmm. this bathroom is. And the fact that they've got an attendant in there basically directing traffic. Sir, that one is empty. Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Sir, that one is empty. Go right ahead. And the stalls have full lockable doors on them. There's no gap right. to where you're sitting there doing your business and somebody's giving you the eye because they want the stall. Right, right. There's none of that. You have a full lockable door. Mm-hmm. You have your own little apartment to do your business in. Go in, take care of my business, wash, wash my hands, and immediately run back to the truck screaming, <laughs> the, I have decided the best time to go and visit a Bucky's is probably going to be on a Tuesday at 1 a.m. Yeah. To where there's nobody in there. I the only time I've been to Bucky's was the one that's between here and Atlanta. It's in Georgia somewhere. I don't remember exactly. It's off 75. Yeah. Um, but um we stopped there last year and on the way back from Southern Fried Gaming Expo. And I was like, Oh wow, this place is really cool. There's yeah. way too much stuff in here. <laughs> that was my thing. With, I was like, there's just way too much stuff you, to try to see. You know, it was just. <laughs> you could get everything from home decor to right. decent snacks to turkey deep fryers mm-hmm. to. Um, I know. I was just like, wow. Deer hunting stands. I know. Everything. I was just like, wow, that's that's amazing. So. I was like, this is a Texan's wet dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So. Uh, I know they're supposed to be opening one. I mean, I know they're the one in Clarksville. Wasn't well, there another one that's going to be opening like I, right in this area somewhere? I, I don't. Or I know. could be wrong about that. I don't. Maybe maybe the the Crossville one was the one I was thinking about. That one's been open for a while. Oh, yeah. Then you had the Severeville, which right. at, when they opened it up it, at that time was the largest Bucky's they'd ever built. Mm-hmm. It's only going to last about two years because yeah. the one they open at Clarksville, when it's done, is going to be the largest right, Bucky's right, they've right, ever right, built. Right, right. Now it would not surprise me at all. If they announce that they're going to build one on 40 out close to Dixon somewhere. I, yeah. <laughs> My thought about all those Buckies is that if stuff ever goes sideways, <laughs> those places are going to be looted faster than anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so one of the first places people hit. <laughs> hey, all that gas, all that, all that stuff. It, yeah, just like, it's yeah. the same with Walmart. It's going to yeah. be the same with the Kroger's with the fuel station. Yeah, and, I know. It just, yeah. oh, man. Oh, I'm so ready for the summer to be over with. <laughs> I just really am. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know we've been rambling for a little over an hour now. And um, which is, I always enjoy doing these episodes. And I know that some of the 
the people. I know like Miss So has mentioned several times that she, she likes, likes our the, ramble the episodes, ramble episodes, you know, yeah. because we just kind of, yeah. I miss So. I know. And it's, uh, I hope everything's going well there. I know she's been kind of infrequent recently. And she's dealing with some stuff. She is. She's dealing but with some stuff. But we're all dealing with some yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're all dealing with some stuff. So we're, we're all in the same boat. We just might not be paddling in the same yeah, direction. Yeah, you know, and, and I haven't been spending as much time on Discord in the last few months I as I did before. And, and there's a lot of that, time. too. I'm sorry, guys. I've been trying. You know, as we're recording this, we are. Let me, make sure, let me check it again because my brain is not working well enough. To, your, your brain has never worked well enough. Well, but it's really anything. not working well these days. Like I said, I have. You need um, a retooling. With seriously, or you're just a tool. I haven't decided. <laughs> it's a little, a little bit of column A, column B. Yeah. You know. uh, as we are sitting here recording this today, we are ah, that's not what I meant to do. Looking for an answer for your long drawn out. Yeah, I'm trying that to you're stall because oh, here we are. Here you're not are. doing very well. Here we are. We are 73 days from Halloween. I know. I am looking forward to it. I've already started finding stuff, different places. I'll be honest. I wasn't as into it last year because I went to the mountains. Yeah. Um, I need to call my buddy who I go hunting with to find out if we're going to do a hunt this mm-hmm. year up there or not. Uh, I haven't heard from him. I need to call him to find out. Yeah. Um, I know there's two different hunts that we looked at last year, and one was a bear hunt and one was a deer hunt. We did the... You basically before Halloween, mm-hmm. you've got black powder, right. deer and pig, and then basically the Sunday at Halloween, it goes to regular rifle, bear and pig. Okay, and yeah, I know around here, I know was it bow starts at what end of September? Is that right? And then it goes to black powder in October, and it's not middle of November for regular. For deer, it's eight deer. It's eighteenth for, for deer. Yeah, you know, so it's a uh, um, regular rifle happens on November eighteenth, right? Eight, November eighteenth. So, but I know that that bow hunting starts early, quite, uh, quite a bit earlier than. Uh, yeah, I, and again, I'm not. A, I'm. I've never been hunting in my but life, but I, I know this I'm, because all friends and family. So. I'm half tempted to buy to talk to him and and talk about maybe doing the deer and the bear and just staying up there for a longer time. But that means I'm completely. What are you going to do with a bear? Make a rug, <laughs> or make a blanket. Okay, fair enough. The, so. the people talk about eating the meat. I've heard it's not. Yeah, it's that's kind of it's kind of greasy. And you know, and I understand with bear because if it really is a conservation thing, if you don't if you don't you, thin if you don't yeah. thin the herd, then they will it will be a bad. You yeah. know, um, and there was a kid that killed a four hundred pound black bear up there last once in a while you hear about a bear here in middle tennessee people like oh no and then the trail cams are starting to show them you know no no no. um so i forget how long it was ago i was driving home and i had an adolescent black bear run across 41a in front of me (laughs) and i called twr and reported it and they laughed at me and said there ain't no way there are no black bear in middle tennessee whatsoever 
And I said, I'm going to make a liar out of you. Yeah. I said, you're going to start seeing them on the trail cams in the next and that's, year and a half. And that's what was and it? Uh, just not that long ago that they, they caught one on a trail cam. Well, and it just, two, two years ago, they caught one on a trail cam. No, I'm talking about here recently. No, I They know. caught one on a, bear, on a trail cam. Well, they caught, they, they caught, they've got one on camera in Antioch. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It was like, yeah. No, that was that's not, a lot closer into town than what you would expect. That was not so. a trail cam. <laughs> that was a traffic cam. Was it a traffic cam? Okay. so Well, it's just like, God, I can't tell you how many coyotes that I've seen on the side of the interstate, like in suburban, well, like in urban Nashville. I mean, like outside and then the ramp middle, stuff. I'm like, man. Middle just, Tennessee has always had a coyote problem. Yeah, but now all of a sudden they're coming in. No, it, it to the to the and part of that city. is because they're getting run out of the country. Right. And, and there's also well, a lot more food. Well, no, and, and here's the other problem: the amount of deer that are in Davidson oh, County, man. and Davidson County will not allow you to hunt in county. <clears> I can't have, do it. My in-laws. The other night had 16 deer in their backyard. Their backyard had 16. And I, the coyotes are following the food in. I let Biscuit out the back last week. Yeah. And while he was going to the bathroom, I looked across my neighbor's yard over to the, the neighbor on the other side of them. Yeah. And a doe and a fawn came out mm-hmm. and started walking. I was over near one of the Amazon facilities right here in the middle of like where yep. it's very populated. Yep. The other day, leaving and six deer, it was three doe and three fawns, crossed the road right there. Right, I luckily I stopped at the stop sign and looked and saw the first two, and then the next four came out after yeah. it. And I was just like, wow! And they, I, and very very populated area. So Davidson County has has a, a multi layered problem because one, they have all this construction that's mm-hmm. going on where they're tearing down all these woodlands Absolutely. that have been part of Davidson yep. County. Two, they will not allow any hunting nope. in Davidson County whatsoever. And so they are not policing the herd. I and see dead deer on the side of the road all the time. And if Davidson County doesn't do something to start thinning the herd and policing the herd, we're going to end up with an overpopulation. Mm-hmm. They're going to be dying of starvation because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lack of food and we're going to end up with chronic wasting disease right. in Middle Tennessee because of this stupid yep. county right here. Yeah. And it's already in Shelby and part of West Tennessee. Right. And we're trying to keep it from moving up here. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's, if, if Davidson County doesn't start, I, I think there's... Don't part, even get me started on local politics. So it's, I, I, think there, <laughs> I think there are parts of Davidson County in the outlying areas right. that are still rural where you can deer You hunt. can do it, right. But... They're going to have Jolton to, being a, a prime example. Jolton, you know, yeah, some of those other areas, yeah. but you're going to have to start. There are parts of Antioch that you can hunt in. I mean, that's. Uh, but they're going to have to start allowing some some bow hunting, right? In suburbia Nashville, to start thinning some of these herds, or they're going to end up with a really I know. bad me, problem. Like I said, I have I have witnessed deer crossing major thoroughways yeah. here. And barely getting across multiple times. And then, like I said, I have seen plenty of them dead on the side of the road where they've been hit. The, and it's just a, and it's happening more and more and more and more and more and more this, over the last seven, eight years. This so. morning, because I had to be at the college at 7 a.m. to deal with this event that we had today. Mm-hmm. I'm on Briley Parkway. For those not familiar with Briley Parkway, it's a... It's basically a small interstate. Yeah, it goes it's, all the way around the city. It goes all so, the way around the city. Yep. It's it's two lanes, and it's got a wall in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I had a deer 
come out across Briley Parkway, jump the concrete yep. wall into the other lanes of traffic, and almost land on top of a car jumping right. the wall. Yeah. And it was not a small bug. Uh, no. It was at least a six-pointer. Yeah. Well, I've seen a couple of them around here, you know. It's yeah. six, you know, four. I, I saw one that was four and one that was six here in my yard. And I do not live in a rural area whatsoever. <laughs> you ought to get you a crossbow and just yeah, sit in the backyard. I wouldn't anyway. So, I mean, it's, I don't know how to process them for one thing. So, it's... YouTube. Well, I'm sure. But uh, now, I have the resources to figure out how to do that just yeah. because, you know... Or you can make a phone call and have them do it for you. I, yeah, there's that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also am just like... When are you going to make an introduction? It's just going to happen. We, it'll we happen need, soon. We need to go to dinner. It'll It'll happen soon, so... Yeah, sorry. Especially I, since you guys are practically neighbors, so it's. <laughs> I, I didn't listen. I ended up buying a fuel injected bike. I'm gonna have. Yeah, to, well, it is. I'm gonna have to. Is. Well, I got a battery tender, and I'm just gonna have to buy a yeah. jumper pack. So. That tender we started talking about that earlier before yeah. we got on the air. I was like, that's gonna be one of the things that will save you on the battery yeah. because it they they will die. Yeah, they will die, and there's no ifs ands about about it. Don't so. you don't you sell your bike? Uh, I have the plan in place. If I have to sell my bike, I will have a new one in a very short amount of time. It's just that I will be, rather than what I did with the one that I own now, where I bought it outright, it will be a, I can sell this bike, that bike, put a really good down payment or outright buy a vehicle, and then I can purchase, I will still have money left over either of those situations to put down a good down payment on an- make, another bike and then do monthly and payments. Do monthly payments on it. So it's uh and I hate to do that, but it's one of those things yeah. that happens sometimes, you know, and it's also, especially with that situation, because it won't be as expensive as a car yeah. that I can have that paid off in no time because I can get put that money yeah. together to, Hey, here you go. They're just go ahead and pay the rest of the balance. Here's, so here's what's a, crazy about this. Getting the bike is, mm-hmm. was extremely easy mm-hmm. finding the gear for me to ride in mm-hmm. has been a nightmare <laughs> i cannot find a jack practice man do what oh no. the gear the gear yeah I know. no i know the, the actual gear i know i can't find a jacket with the the pockets for the armor to fit me i was lucky on mine that the last the actual last suit that i bought mm-hmm. they had to put me in a 62 long to fit my chest and shoulders and then cut a V out of it to draw it in from my waist. Mm-hmm. Um, all the ja- all the jackets I've been looking at, even online, trying to special order one, the because I want it big enough to where I can put a hoodie on underneath right. it. Um, I can maybe get a fifty eight. Mm-hmm. That's too small. Yeah, that's too small. I'm gonna need like a if I'm in a sixty two. I'm going to need at least like a 64, 66 Mm -hmm. and up to be able to get a hoodie and a t-shirt and all the other stuff underneath it. All the riding pants, like the riding jeans where you can put the armor in the pockets and the riding jeans, all of them started stop at a 44 waist. I'm a 46 to 48 waist, depending on who makes it. Yeah, I don't have that problem. Where do you you get fat guy riding gear? (laughs) Where do you do it? If you know... Email us so I can, Please, I, I can pass that on to Dave. I, <laughs> I need help because I need the Kevlar jeans with the pockets for the yeah. armor with like a 48 waist and a 30 length. I'm a, all of my height is from the waist up because mm-hmm. I wear a 30 length pants. 
which is funny because I wear a 30 length pant. Yeah, and you're I'm, a short little And dude. I'm six inches shorter than you, yeah. so it's... <laughs> well, I'm top heavy. If you, if you need I, to well, knock me over... Even I'm, for, you know, for my height, I am short-waisted. Yeah. You know, it's one of those, I have longer legs than I have torso, and which makes clothing fit weird. You know, I mean, just oh, in general. I mean, you it's... You don't have a, to tell me. I know. If, if I, I wear a 5XL T-shirt, if it doesn't have the T, mm-hmm. it does not reach my belt. Right. Um, I can sometimes get away with a 6XL because mm-hmm. it has the length, but now it looks like I've lost weight yeah. because it's just kind of well, hanging For off. me, more times than not, even when I was much thinner, it was one of those things where if I, okay, if I find something that fits in the shoulders, it comes all the way down to my knees. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you know, and then it's, so it's just one of those things of like, okay, do I give away comfort in my shoulders and chest so that I don't, you know, look like a kid trying to wear his dad's shirt? Yeah. Or do I got something that's going to fit a little closer to where than lengthwise to where it's a little too tight up top, you know, and that's just, um, yeah, it's a weird, yeah, and then it's always like been like that. Dwayne so. Rock Johnson, who always wears yeah. a well, had the same t-shirt. problem with jeans for the longest time. Like, yeah, that was one of the things I loved about baggies. It's because I'd always buy, I'd always buy them right in the waist. You yeah. know, they were always the, the weight. You know, I was a 30, 34 back then, 33, 34, somewhere in there. I would buy those, and then they would be baggy. So I didn't have the same, I won't have the problem to where like, okay, I'll buy a pair of 34 jeans that are like not even just straight leg, not yeah. even like slim or anything. And then they don't fit in the thighs. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me, you know? And it just, I've or always, I have to buy, buy them that fit in the thigh and then they're way too big in the waist. You I've, know, so. I've always had to do the relaxed fit jeans. Yeah. Always. Even the relaxed fit was always one of those things. Like, it, was like, it depended, you know? My, just, uh, my to-go-to jean is um, the 559 from yeah. Levi. Uh, remember just, when the 501s just, became a thing, you know, back in the early 90s? I loved the jeans. Dude, I nearly... But I couldn't wear them. It just... <laughs> I, I nearly almost didn't make it to the urinal in time yeah trying to get those trying things. to get those unbuttoned i know it was <laughs> the like button fly it was like gotta pee gotta pee i know gotta pee i found out after a while with that in that situation what you had to do is that you had to like work those things like mm-hmm. you really to where it was one of those things where they think to where that the where it buttoned you know the, the like the the side opposite the button yeah. was just tight enough to where it would stay buttoned but loose enough to where you could literally just like pull them and they would open <laughs> they would nope. <laughs> i had one pair i had them for about six months i yeah. went right back to a zipper yeah i'm, I'm a 559 a, guy yeah so i haven't do i hadn't even tried button flying 30 or 25 years at least and more or more was so. it a nightmare oh yeah, especially in the beginning, I agree with that. That's like, a, okay, but it also they just didn't fit right. No, that, I mean it was just they just did not fit right. So, but they were all the rage there for a while. So, and believe me, I've tried other jeans. I've tried to wear other jeans because I'm not overly happy with Levi or some of their political stances. Mm-hmm. I don't like necessarily giving them money. Yeah, I haven't been able to find a jean that fits me right, mm-hmm. other than this one style of jean. They get rid of it. I guess I'm just gonna. Winnie the Pooh it or yeah. something. It's well, you know, man, we get all we get into politics. No, crap. leave it alone. But, leave but it alone. Yeah, believe me, there there is certain things that for a long time now that I refuse to give money, and yeah. I'm sticking with it because no, that that is a the, there has to be a line in the sand at some point, and unfortunately for me, there the stuff that I'm paying that I don't really want to, mm-hmm. I don't really have much of a choice yeah, because no. it's the only thing that's available that works for me. Yeah. So, 
but it is what it is, and you know we're all but, trying to make it through the day. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> Nobody wants yeah. to see me walking around or, or riding a my, my motorcycle looking like Winnie the Pooh. You yeah. don't want me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. You're right. We none of us want to see that. Yeah. Nobody wants. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody doing that. Honestly, so. put that image in your head. Yeah. No, you I'm go. trying not. I am trying to stay <laughs> far, far away from that image that's stuck in my head. So it's a. Uh, uh, so anyways, guys, I know we've been rambling for close to an hour and a half now. Uh, we will be back with regular episodes. Oh, yeah. And I said before we get out of here, I was going to drop something on Dave. I hadn't even talked to him yet. What? I have started putting together some in-between episodes. Just me. Okay. Um, that they may not be every other week, but they'll at least get a couple, get one a month or something like that. And I'm going through, and you are more than welcome to do the same. Uh, but I didn't want to make them regular episodes. I mean, I'm talking about they might last like 15 minutes or so. Yeah, okay. Pop. That I just kind of... And I will give a full in- introduction to it whenever I finally do it. But basically what it was is that uh, I don't know, it was about a month ago or so that it was brought to my attention that um, Soul Asylum's Runaway Train was on the charts 30 years ago. Okay. And I, it got to think, it got me thinking about Grave Dancers Union and yeah. that it was in like it's in my like favorite albums of all time yeah good know? album and I was I started making a list I was like it's a good concert yeah I've got a lot of albums that are like in that like these were the ones that like I, I still go to you know yeah that fall in this Gen X you know and so I was like I think I'm just going to start doing some smaller episodes about the albums that okay. I love you know and like I said, you're more than welcome to do the same thing if you would like to like make a list and do you know whatever. And I, I mean, it's, and it's, of course, like I said, it's going to be individual. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't. Sure, it doesn't could, need to go somewhere else. And it'll be one of those things that will fill those gaps. You know, of, yeah. of I know we've like I said we've been on the every other week for a while. Um, okay. But I thought that would be cool. You know, hey, these of course we won't do them in October, but it would be cool to like kind of fill those gaps in between. Um, and um, also just to be able to talk about some cool music that we love. So, um, but yeah, the first episode is going to be about Grave Dancers Union. Okay, and I will have that out whenever next week. Yeah, okay. after, when after this post. Oh, that's know? fine. So it's that's, a, that's all right. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I didn't want to make them like full episodes. You know, it's just like now this would be cool little like like I like I did last year with those mini sodes. You know, where I kind of like drop some stuff in that we normally wouldn't talk about on the episode. You yeah, know? just whatever. Uh, and I had told you guys you. Feel free to do them, do them if you wanted to, and nobody ever stepped up to it. So, <laughs> trying to find a time to do it, I know, has been, I know, has been the challenge. For I know, me. I get that, and so that you know, was just kind of a job. I know, life. job, yeah, exactly. Oh, life, stuff. you know, you believe me, job, uh, you know, dealing with you know the, the just normal life stuff, dealing with being a dad, dealing you know with mm-hmm. with my dad, you know, and all that kind of stuff, where it's just kind of a, yeah, well, this I, I'm working like three full time jobs, so. yep so i get it so everybody thank you for listening to us ramble for a while um oh by the way you're gonna put my instagram account i will put that i will also put our x i may in the in there and i may start posting the motorcycle stuff over in my um yeah my show instagram stuff that's fine i will uh, i'll post all of that stuff and um I don't need you don't need you don't need my personal 
I don't really, honestly, I don't do a whole lot on my own personal Instagram. And so it's just kind of one of those things that I I really, I lurk more than anything. And don't even look for TikTok. We won't do it. There is no TikTok for us. There is no Snapchat. There's no um, Blue Sky hitting that a new thing or Mastodon Um, or, uh, I know you do Mastodon. I do Mastodon. I'm I'm over on one of the servers. There's there's no Parler or MeWe or... um, what are some of the other ones? I those mean, are those yeah. all went came and went know, with Friendster. Yeah, Friendster. The, there's no Facebook really anymore. So I mean, it's uh, Facebook has really just kind of turned into marketplace and ads. I, dude, dude, and I, that's I do not market, miss Facebook at all. The so. only thing I really use Facebook for anymore is marketplace. Yeah, that's the only thing I miss about it. It, because it, I bought and sold all kinds of stuff on there. It's the better Craigslist. Yeah, it really, it really is. It Craigslist really is. is terrible these oh, days. Oh, it's so. all, it's awful. Uh, so, anyways, before we get on, start rambling for another hour and a half. Yeah, uh, I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and we will be back with actual regular topic in two weeks. Yeah, you say that. Uh, Who we knows? will. We will. If it's not you, then I'll fall back on getting Brody over here to do an episode. So it's... <laughs> oh, I see. I'm out. No, you're not out. out. Believe me. I'm out. Because uh, in the next... Between now and, and Oktoberfest, we have one episode in particular we have to do. I think I'm fired. And then the rest of them, I, we've got plans for them. So I'll take my equipment home with me tonight. <laughs> Whatever. How many times have you claimed to have been fired from the show and, how, and when has it ever happened? Exactly. So it's <laughs> Biscuit's like I can sit up there and No, no. You're not Biscuit, you may be cute and you may be cuddly, but the you're only not thing a conver- you, would do, you are not a conversation. The only thing you do is lick the mic. Get us out of no, here. Hang no. up hang up the phone already. All right. So hi I'm Alan Smith. Uh, we've already done this. See ya.